0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of MedTech Matters Podcast, where we learn about someone impacting the medical device industry. I'm Sean Fenske, Editor-in-Chief of MPO and host of the podcast. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Fazala Seeker, President and CEO of Molly Surgical. Dr. Seeker, thanks for joining us. How are you today?
1: Thanks so much for having me, Sean. It's great to be here. I'm doing great. How about you?
0: Good. Thanks for asking. So, you know, let's let's get started with the most obvious. Can you tell us what Molly Surgical is, and what is your primary clinical focus areas?
1: Sure. Molly Surgical is a company where we set out to really simplify healthcare so that more patients can get the care that they need quickly and make the decision that's right for them. For example, Molly is a new FDA and Health Canada cleared medical device on the market that makes precision breast cancer surgery easier on patients and their care teams. It helps surgeons more easily address two of the greatest concerns most patients have, and that's getting the tumor out while achieving the best cosmetic results. The way it works is that Molly provides an easy way to more precisely locate and remove breast cancers while providing a better patient experience, and it all starts with the Molly marker. It's a special tissue marker as tiny as a sesame seed at only 3.2 millimeters in size, and that gets inserted inside <clears throat> the breast under standard ultrasound or mammographic guidance, and once it's inside the breast, now surgeons can more accurately pinpoint the location of the tumor. It takes just five to 10 minutes to place it and the procedure is much like a standard biopsy. Next, once the tiny MOLLE marker is inserted inside the breast, surgeons use the MOLLE wand and the MOLLE tablet, much like a GPS, to identify the exact location for its precise removal. And because MOLLE is more accurate, it helps surgeons more precisely remove the tumor while achieving the best cosmetic results.
0: So I uh, you know, I'm I'm not all that familiar with uh this procedure. So can you you know share a little bit of how a typical uh treatment uh is done and or describe the, the typical treatment device and how that compares to your technology?
1: Sure. So first it's important to recognize some background for the sound um, areas. So the procedure is for breast cancer surgeries, it's a lumpectomy more commonly called, but something Mm -hmm. that's really important to recognize is that advancements in breast screening um, have meant over the last um, few decades that breast cancer is being caught at a much earlier stage when the tumor is so small it can't be felt, and it's actually 60% of all breast tumors that fall into that category. This is great news because it means breast cancers are being caught early when they are very treatable. What that's done, though, is it's created a long-standing need for a way to mark these very small tumors for removal during surgery. And that technology development just hasn't kept pace, making new innovation like Molly important. And so, you know, Sean, most hospitals are still using 1970s guide wire technology for those lumpectomies. <clears throat> and wow. so the way it works is it's literally um, a long wire. Um, So it's exactly how it sounds. It's about eight inches long. That gets inserted inside the breast um, and radiology, again, under ultrasound or mammographic guidance. And then that wire is protruding out from the breast of the patient. And so the surgery now needs to happen the same day. And it Mm -hmm. forces patients to sit waiting at the hospital for hours for surgery. And that unpredictability not only creates a burden and added anxiety for the patient, obviously. They're fasting all this time. Remember, they are coming for surgery after all. So they've been fasting all this time. They came into radiology first thing in the morning, typically 7 or 8 a.m. And Mm surgery is going to happen sometime in the afternoon. So they're sitting around waiting for when the surgery is going to happen. They have a wire sticking out. They're fasting. It's painful. There's this long thing sticking outside of you. And you keep asking when's my surgery going to happen, and you can imagine that <clears throat> there's also anxiety with that unpredictability um, for the care team. And if something goes wrong in radiology or then takes longer um, to be able to place the wire, and that um, bumps uh, surgery, and the the OR is standing free waiting. So wow. it's just not a great experience for anybody all around. And so mm-hmm. with Molly, we do away with all that. Molly is tiny. So they can be implanted entirely inside the breast. So patients have a choice in scheduling their surgery. They can have it the same day or any day up to 30 days later. And so patients can go about their daily lives and not have to deal with the added anxiety and discomfort when it's time to remove their cancer.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, you know, I, I know, you know, as you as you illustrated, you know, whether it's it's for, you know, my annual physical for lab work, you know getting that blood draw and you have to fast and that's that's like and like you said with this procedure it's first thing in the morning you mm-hmm. know like i can't imagine having that and then waiting hours later with with a wire sticking out of my body to then that's have right. a, a a surgical procedure i mean that's that's true. so it's it's i would say it's pretty obvious to see the difference in in what your solution offers as opposed to the the standard mm-hmm. uh uh you know, treatment protocol. Um, so that is that's absolutely fantastic. Um, so now I understand that, you know, the technology is magnetic or it, it mm-hmm. relies on magnetic, uh, you know, technology. Is, is this the first time that a magnetic solution has been used for something like this, breast surgery, or, you know, is, is this the first incorporation of magnetics in this application?
1: That's a great question, Sean. Molly is the first time that a magnetic solution has been used in a way that allows surgeons to use their standard metal instruments, the same ones that they trained on and have the most comfort with. And as a patient, I want to know that my surgeon is really comfortable with the surgical tools and equipment that they're using. And so we don't want to take anything, any of that away from them. And it's that kind of reliable performance um, of being able to use magnetic detection technology um, around their standard metal instruments. And being able to use a new technology um, like MOLLY in their standard clinical work environments and know that the performance will be reliable, that kind of reliability allows surgeons to focus on the procedure instead of worrying about the risk of not being able to locate the tissue marker.
0: Wow, so, so you're not, so truly the, the MOLLY surgical device is really only a replacement for that guide wire that's sticking out of a woman's body.
1: That's right. So, if we go back to how it's been done since the 1970s, that wire, Mm -hmm. once it's placed, the other end of it is protruding because that's what um, the surgeon uses to um, know where it's pointing to where it's basically a spear. I mean, it really is that crude. It's basically a spear pointing to where the tumor is. And, um, you know, surgeons will typically follow the path of the wire. You can now imagine that's not necessarily great for cosmesis. And so it doesn't address any of the things that patients really care about most, which is, you know, get the tumor out, but do it while maintaining the best cosmetic results. And where the radiologist puts it, where it's easiest for the radiologist to put the wire may not necessarily have been the incision path that the surgeon would have been using. And so you can see coupling those two departments does not make for a great experience um, for the patient, does not make for a great experience for the care team
0: so i'm I'm not sure exactly if I understood how is the how is the magnetic uh part that's implanted actually placed? how is that because pl- I understand the guide wire part i mean that's a wire sticking out, so I understand and and the, they're following it down almost like a path they're following mm-hmm. it down not like you said not the ideal it may not be the ideal entry or or you know it may it may not be the ideal angle for the surgeon. Um, right. I understand that part. I'm not sure I understand how the actual Molly surgical device is placed.
1: Okay, so the moly marker is where it all begins. And so right. instead of the uh, wire being used to show where the tumor is, um the moly marker, which is that small magnetic marker size with sesame seed, that gets placed the same way that a wire gets placed in radiology, either using ultrasound or mammography um mm-hmm. to help visualize and guide its placement. And except when you're done in radiology, you don't have a wire sticking outside of you anymore. You have this very small marker that's fully implanted, and that's what allows the patient to be able to go away if they prefer and come back on another day, or they can schedule their surgery for the same day, patient choice. Now, instead of using in surgery, instead of relying on the wire that's sticking out to know where the tumor is, that's where the Molly wand and the Molly tablet come in. And the surgeon uses the MOLLE wand, which it detects the magnetic field of the MOLLE marker that's implanted. And the tablet that the wand is connected to gives a distance readout between the tip of the MOLLE wand and the location of the MOLLE marker. And that's what now allows them to be able to see and uh, with great precision how far away they are from the, the marked tumor at any given time from the marker. And all throughout the procedure, they'll keep using the Molly wand, and that way, be able to precisely navigate, much like a GPS, to the location of the Molly marker and remove the tumor. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Now, I I think I, I think I've got it, and I apologize if I made you expand it, explain no, it no, twice. No, no, I just wanted to be sure I understood. Um, so, yeah, so what has been, I mean, the fact that, I imagine the fact that surgeons can use instruments, as you said, that they're trained on, that they've been using, you know, all along for, for years, um, you know, what has been the response from surgeons and medical professionals who have used the, the Molly surgical system?
1: Yeah, so just a reminder, we are just new in the market, right? So just this spring, we received FDA clearance to sell Molly in the U.S. and Health Canada approval to sell in Canada. But already, Sean, the response has been tremendous. There's great enthusiasm. We're working through a long list of hospitals and cancer centers on both sides of the border, lined up to begin using Molly, And we're... Already, you know, we've uh, we've placed Molly in a couple of locations already, and they're already using it for their day-to-day cases. And we're are running clinical evaluations at uh, other hospitals who are, you know, eager to um, get going with this. And what we're repeatedly hearing from that experience across all these different environments, it keeps echoing what we heard from the testimonials um, from Molly's first users in the pilot clinical trial that was conducted at Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto. And and um, you know, those testimonials we have on our website. So I invite uh, you and your listeners to check that out sometime. But, uh, you know, I just in getting ready for our discussion here today. I took a quick um, poll of our sales team and said, what, what are you hearing from the front line? Give me some of the feedback you're hearing. And, and here's mm-hmm. a few sound bites, right? It's really easy to use, easier than I thought. Um, They're saying, I get it. It's intuitive and simple. Worked as expected, and I had no problems finding the marker. Another um, surgeon commented that the distance reading means they don't have to make such large incisions anymore. It gives them confidence to reduce the amount of normal tissue that they need to remove around the tumor, right? That gets to the margins. And um, he said that he believes his practice is going to improve because of Molly. So we're really, really excited by that feedback. It just keeps reinforcing what we heard in those early clinical trials. And uh, to be hearing it over and over again, that's. That's exactly what uh, our vision was to help simplify um, this procedure for everybody involved, the care team and patients. Just make the entire breast cancer surgery experience easier on everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the the system that you describe or the traditional treatment is so uh, so. You know, when you when you think of modern medicine, you think this is the U.S. There's no way we're going to have somebody sitting around with a wire sticking out of their body for several hours between having yeah. it placed and having a surgical procedure done. It's it a shock. See, like, yeah. you know, yeah, it it really is. I mean, honestly, it is very surprising to hear that that is the standard treatment modality, and and for it to take still you know, this, you know, this long for somebody to look at that and say, hey, we can probably improve this process um is is pretty astonishing but fortunately that's exactly what you seem to have done so so kudos to you for that um but share with us you know what what are the next steps i mean as you said you just recently launched the the molly surgical system Mm -hmm. what uh what are the next steps or you know what can we expect down the road
1: yeah. Although Molly first came about from a need for breast cancer surgeries and improving that patient experience, Molly Surgical is not a breast or even women's health company. And in fact, you know, I'd like to mention here that the Molly device is cleared for all soft tissues, not just breast. So um, our currently launched products, we're looking forward to uh, working with surgeons on um, other um, soft tissue sites beyond breast uh, as, wow. and their needs in surgeries. But Sean, just Going back to your original question, we're not, I'm going to go so far as to say, we're not even an oncology company. We are a solutions company. And as a solutions company, we look beyond building products. And what we do is we really set our vision in our team on simplifying healthcare care so that more patients can get the care that they need quickly and make the decision that's right for them. So in terms of breast cancer, let me give you an example um, from breast cancer. I feel as an industry, it's time to rethink our role that there's just more that we can do for the breast cancer community that goes beyond the device. An example of that is breast practices, my weekly Facebook live show that I, that I do. And, Sean, really innovation that matters, I truly believe, starts with learning about the patient experience first. That's how Molly came to be. Um, Molly was born out of patient feedback at Sunnybrook Hospital here in Toronto. And um, and that's what evolved and triggered um, the the, uh, the invention and creation of the mole localization device that we're talking about here today. And, and every Tuesday um, on my show, I bring together patients, patient advocates, physicians, really the breast cancer community to tackle what we mean by patient-centered care. And, you know, I've, oft- I've often wondered, why do we talk about patient-centered care? Why has that become such a term when health care was always supposed to be about the patient, right? And mm-hmm. it just points to how complex. Um, the healthcare system has become. And this this is an active, um, it's an example of an active role that I think that we can take by helping to bring together um, the community, in this case the Molly, the breast cancer community. So you can check it out by searching on hashtag breast practices all on one word or just look for an episode on our social channel.
0: Fantastic. And certainly I encourage everyone to do that. I'm going to absolutely take a look at it as soon as as soon as i 'm off deadline to be honest <laughs> um, <laughs> with the magazine, so I, it won't, it won 't be this week um, but yeah that 's great, and I would like to uh, app- I appreciate the time you 've uh, taken to speak with us, but unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this episode of medtech matters uh, again i 'd like to thank my guest, Dr. Seeker of Molly Surgical, for uh, sharing you know this fantastic innovation and you know, as I said, what seemed like an obvious need for improvement was perhaps not so obvious, but fortunately it's, it's, it's happened. So uh, best of luck to you, Dr. Seeker, and to the audience. Thank you, as always, for listening. Until next time, this has been Sean Fenske, Editor-in-Chief of MPO, saying thanks for listening.